everyone. Welcome back to the Holderman Style Podcast. My name is Joe Holderman. And I'm Jess Holderman. And this podcast is going to be about... Sewing. I'm going to sing the whole podcast. (laughs) I wasn't expecting the singing there. (laughs) Threw me off a little bit. Pretty good, though. Full of surprises. Yeah. So, I am not going to do as much talking as I normally do, at least hopefully. I mean, maybe. I'm going to talk. You never know. I mean, this is a podcast. It'd be silly if I didn't talk. But Jess is the sewer in our marriage. The sewer in our marriage. There's always a sewer. In that if things need to be sewn, I am not the one that fixes them. Um. I, it's not that I can't sew, it's just you're way better at it. You fix my stuff when I break it. I was going to say, I fix the sewing machines when she breaks the sewing machines. So yep. it's complimentary. Yeah, you make a good team. Yeah. So, <laughs> without further ado, so, just was that on purpose? Take it away. <laughs> it was on purpose. That was glorious. Oh, goodness. All right. So, today we're talking about sewing and. Well, I don't even know where to start exactly. So when I was, every time so, I say so, I'm going right? to giggle now. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, one of my best friends, her mom, uh, sewed everything all the time. And I was always like, that sounds so cool. I want to make my own custom everything, blankies and clothes and blah, blah, blah. So again, <laughs> one day... um I guess, oh, wait, it was 2009. It was my first Mother's Day, and I I don't even remember how this happened. I was like, I want a sewing machine, and you're like, surprise. A, I don't remember <laughs> if you actually asked for the sewing machine for Mother's right. Day or if you just mentioned that you wanted a sewing machine, and I used Mother's Day as the occasion to get it for you. Right, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, but my intent was like, I have a new baby, and I'm going to sew her baby clothes, and I'm going to sew quilts, and I'm going to sew her curtains and I was like yes um but it was not easy at all and I was like this is dumb and hard and I can't do it and so my sewing machine just kind of sat on the desk and I made several pillows yes and pillows and I think it was just pillows <laughs> pillows various for, size for like five years yeah because you made um <laughs> uh, you made the uh the pillow for Evie out of my shirt actually you made that remember did I make that yeah Oh, yeah, I made a like... pillow. When I, when I deployed to Afghanistan, I made Evie a pillow out of, it It was one of my favorite shirts and someone destroyed it. Uh... That was you. Anyway, <laughs> I don't remember if you were hanging it up or whatever, but somehow it got ripped right oh, along so funny. a seam. And uh, not along a seam, right next to a seam. So you would have had to like Anyways, shrink the shirt. Regardless, um, 2019 Jessica would have fixed it, but 2009 Jessica was like, "Let's make a pillow out of it." <laughs> yeah. And then and then the daddy pillow happened. So Evie carried yep. around a daddy pillow, which was just a shirt made into a pillow. But it was actually kind of handy because then you deployed for 15 months. Not, so yeah, it was, that was the 12 months. Oh, the 12. Sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Three months. I'm so short. Um. <laughs> But anyway, so then my sewing machine got put away, and we PCS, which stands for permanent change of station for the military. We went from Germany to Georgia, 
Basically, we we moved duty stations. I don't know yeah. how, why you didn't have to get so technical there. Well, I was just being funny because oh. I don't want to say acronyms and then not tell people what an acronym means. We moved from we, Germany to we moved Ohio or to across the ocean. Yeah, that was fun. Anyways, I didn't see my sewing side note. For... They didn't lose any of our stuff. They really didn't. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah, they moved our. They crap. got everything. They moved our our stuff. Several thousand miles and didn't lose and any our, of it. Our cat didn't end up in the dresser, and I don't think we had any garbage cans packed. So, all in all, it was pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, back to what we're talking about here. <laughs> uh, so, when I wanted to start sewing, I really wanted to make quilts. And at the time, we were in Germany, so that made sense. And then we moved to Georgia, and I was like, uh, what am I going to do with a bunch of quilts? <laughs> yeah. Well, and so you decided you were going to start with one of the hardest things you can do. Which was? Isn't quilting, like, super hard to do? Oh, quilt? Well, no, it just depends. Like, I swear to you, I'm friends with a lot of people who sew, and you can either quilt or you can make clothing. It's like one or the other for some reason. Um, Quilting. Well, I mean, both of them. I've seen you make clothing. Like, to make a t-shirt's like an all-day event. Right. You know, so. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, if if you have, unless, I mean, if you don't have the pattern, like, if you have to print the pattern and cut out the pattern and transfer the pattern. Right. Yeah. But anyways, you're getting ahead of yourself there. But anyways, I wanted to try uh, quilting, and I was like, this is hard. Because if you don't, like, a quilt doesn't have to be perfect. Like, that's part of why it's so cool. But I am, yeah. I don't know if I'm just too OCD for it or what, but if I don't get my squares square, if they're rectangles, I get upset. And I know there's, like, scrap quilts and stuff, but I was just like, Don't no. they make, like, things you can make your squares? And- yeah, but then you got to sew them straight. Ah, yeah, your gotcha. seam allowance, which is the the amount of extra fabric you have in order to stitch over, yeah. But anyway, so I decided quilts were were too much, and uh, I had a friend who started making clothes, and I was like, I want to make clothes too. Um, this, I think this was like 2011, so we're like two years into it. I finally decided I was going to start selling things again, and I looked up like YouTube. Uh, videos like with everything else we do just youtube videos and try to figure it out on my own without using patterns so i started making you know i could make anything square i could make square bags i could make handles for my bags i could attach zippers i made dresses like pillowcase dresses and circle skirt excuse me circle skirts um which are really easy like you just cut a circle and then a smaller circle and then you got a skirt boom done and evie had like what's 50 the of equation them. i can't remember the equation i should have looked that yeah. up yeah i was gonna say we if anyone you watched our uh live video there's an equation apparently yeah, that there's you an equation so that you don't out. even have to have to think about it too much yeah but you're basically taking like the circumference of you know the waist measurement and then you're going to multiply it by a fraction and then yeah. Um <laughs> Joe's Googling circle squirt circle square circle skirt equation. This is a family podcast. <laughs> hey, there's an E. There is. That works Anyone anyone that looks on Apple Podcasts, we are listed under an explicit filter just right. because I don't want to have to say Ironically myself. the um the Facebook live about sewing is the first one where we had a swear word, so we're we're moving on up in the world. Anyways, um 
So after I did the YouTube stuff and I was like, okay, I can do this. Uh, then I sucked at it and my kids wore really crappy clothes for a while. And uh, you know what though that I wanted I I wanted to make sure I mentioned this. So you're you know like the kids. First of all, you're way underselling yourself. <laughs> it was awesome, and especially Evie absolutely loved the fact that she got a new skirt like every three weeks. Mm-hmm. Like whenever she would outgrow one. You would just make one. Right. So instead of a skirt costing us $15 at the store. 15 more like 40 <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm saying yeah. a cheap one. You made it for, you know, $5 worth of fabric. True, true. So. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like if you're sewing for just yourself, you don't have to worry about going through and making sure your fabric's tested and you're in compliance to sell your clothing items. And so you can just, you know, get fabric at Goodwill. Um so, you know, we're talking a couple yards of fabric for like a buck and I make a bunch of random things out of that. So that that went well. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't last too long. I did make for a long time. I made ring slings, which if you know, if you're a parent, you're familiar with the baby wearing thing. Um, it's fantastic. I highly recommend baby wearing because, you, you know, you, you have your hands free. You get that baby up on your back and you can conquer the world. Uh, and baby's happy. There's your circle squared equation. Oh, you said it too. <laughs> it was like half on purpose. Like I, <laughs> nice. I caught myself saying it. it was just like, well, I'm already saying it. Oh, that's not at all the equation I use. Go back. Oh, there's the first one that you had clicked on was was the one I used. Um, <laughs> that had math in We're it. Highly professional. Um, Radius divided by <clears throat> pi. Is there pie? I like pie. Not that kind of pie. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm also getting over allergies at the moment. Yeah, it was 80 degrees today and all the plants were like, yeah. pollen! <laughs> yeah, I'll let you read that. So yeah, like I was saying, you know, it was kind of nice, like, the circle skirts, once you figured those out, like, Evie had a new skirt whenever she wanted to, like, yeah. Right, you'd, and you'd find a, a yard of scrap fabric, you know, at the store for five dollars, and be like, "Hey, you want this super sparkly, amazing thing? Yeah. You know, fabric is probably twenty dollars a yard, but they only had a yard left, and it wasn't a full yard." So yeah, well, yeah. well and every craft store has coupons. If you go crafting yeah. without coupons, mm-mm. um, but so the circle skirt equation that I was talking about was you, um, you get the circumference. You add two inches uh, and then divide that by 6.28. And so that's going to be your um, your number. <laughs> that's what it says. Do you need to? You should wear your glasses when we're doing this. Right? I'm like, ah, I don't remember. Um, I had it written down on like a card and I was all ready to go. But anyways, you can Google it. Um. So I had that equation, so I made, you know, popped out circle skirts, which were, to me, advanced compared to the pillows that I was making. I was over the pillows. I made um, breastfeeding, like, bra pads. Those were yep. those were difficult, but I made them. You used the crap out of those, too. Yeah. yeah. And then I made the baby carriers. Um, yeah. And then at that point, I was like, okay, I want to make more complex clothing. And... 
my friend who was sewing clothing was like, look at this cute outfit. And I was like, dang, like I suck. <laughs> She's like, just use a pattern. And I'm like, I don't know how to do patterns. So again, I turned to YouTube. And then I don't even know how I happened upon this, but I discovered these PDF pattern groups. So you could get on like Facebook, for instance, and Google PDF patterns, um, like group searches and find groups, um, like hundreds, maybe even thousands of other sewers together in a group. I'm sure it's thousands. Yeah, it's probably thousands. Um, but you know, they're in similar groups. I don't know. Anyways, multiple groups. That's what I meant. So then, uh, when you're in these groups and you can swap patterns, uh, most of them, like, they're by company. So you can go in and you buy a pattern. So everybody in the sewing group on, say, Facebook is using the same pattern. And then everybody shares pictures of their variations of that pattern. And then you can mash up the patterns together and make cute things. So my first real pattern, uh, I made a fairy dress for Lily for the Fairy and Gnome Festival. Uh, which is one of our favorite festivals every year we go to. Um, yeah, but anyways, so I made her a custom, you know, fairy dress thing. And then from there, it just kind of exploded. I started getting more comfortable with the PDF patterns versus the tissue paper patterns. And I like, I don't know why the PDFs are so much easier and they're kind of all the same format. And instead of having like a light table, I just taped it all up on our sliding glass door and you can line up all of these pieces of paper, um, tape them together and you got your big old pattern. So, I mean, it's virtually the same thing as a tissue paper, but it just, I think the fact that you were, you know, working with printer paper, is a lot more robust, not as scary. And then of course having like a support group essentially, (laughs) Uh, but now, I mean, there's there's groups for all the patterns you can buy at the fabric stores, and there's uh, groups for certain periods of, like, pattern dress type. Like, you can join, like, the 1800s clothing group. Yeah. Uh, there's one, there's a popular show on Netflix that is based in the 50s, and they started a sewing group for that also. One of my favorites. I mean, they have fantastic outfits. So, I mean, once you get used to doing the patterns, it's it just opens up the whole world for you. You can make anything. And I don't want to sound, you know, pretentious. It really is not that difficult. It seems really difficult. But once you're like, oh, like this makes sense. And, you you know, do your research and watch a single YouTube video, you know, then... Then it's no big deal. Well, it may not be difficult, but it's one of those things where if you don't know what you're doing, right, like right. it can be really difficult. True. True. I was, you know, because as someone who's had to rip a seam out because you were frustrated, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that if you don't take the, you know, taking the extra minute or five minutes or whatever to set, make sure your machine's set up right yeah. and everything's where you want it to be before you run your stitch. You know, it's all, it takes a lot longer to fix the problem yeah. than it does to prevent the problem. Right. Well, and it's funny that you say that. That is that is golden. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. It takes longer to fix the problem than it is to prevent the problem. We have a saying at work <laughs> that's not quite as nice as that. And it's, uh, uh, if you don't have time to do it right, you must have time to do it twice. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we have a saying at work, and it's called fix your face. Fix your face. <laughs> Anyways, I'll go into more detail on that another day. But uh, <laughs> so, I feel like mine was more applicable to the conversation. <laughs> I just we're we just having. learned this like it was new, and we're all like, oh my god, it's hilarious. But anyways, uh, if you're working in customer service, I think you'll understand what fix your face means. <laughs> Uh, it, now that, yes, <laughs> I see what you meant by that. <laughs> yes. So anyways, prevention. That's what all of this is about. <laughs> Prevent your struggles. Um, so once you start using patterns, everything gets a little bit easier, but you have to be comfortable with your machine. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit about my machine. I have like a $80 brother Super simple sewing machine. It's got a bunch of different stitches and everything. You can do a stretch stitch, which is, you know, if you have stretchy clothing, then you're going to want to do, you know, like a zigzag or something so that it has room to expand. Um, and then you get into sewing machines that have, you know, embroidery. And like, for instance, I have the, the serger and, you know, the serger's there for the professional touch like you're looking at the seams on the inside of your outfit and you want it to not be raw edge of your fabric you want it to be crisp uh, and just clean surger if you've never seen a surger sew something it's pretty awesome it's kind of it's so satisfying and yeah. then you have a surger like it'll cut the fabric as it's yeah. it's let's say it, it joining the two pieces together like it's not just a stitch it's like four threads and it, it i don't know i'll post a picture on our page or something but uh it it really cleans up the the seams on everything it makes clothing more comfortable and right. i think that's that's kind of why i really wanted it was to make my clothing comfortable and not have that jaggedy edges um but you can also use a serger to to edge like the bottom of your fabric so that it doesn't fray so prevents fraying also. But anyways, so yeah, those, I mean, those are the machines that I have. I have a serger and a sewing machine. We got Evie, our 10-year-old, we got her a sewing machine. Um, and again, she's pretty capable because she watches all these YouTube videos. And the more you do it, it's, you know, it's muscle memory like anything else. And, you know, I hate to use the example, but it's like riding a bike. Once you get used to it, you're not going to forget it. And it's just practice and practice and practice. You're going to screw up a few times. But yeah, I'm going to go into more detail. So for summer break last year, one of the things that we got for Evie and one of the things she wanted to do because she had asked for a sewing machine and we got it for her, but she hadn't really had a chance to like really get going with it. So we bought her, what was it? Two patterns. Oh, they were classes. Well, a, well, yeah, but the website, yeah, there. Uh, we bought her basically YouTube a step by step instructional right videos for her to just and she would sit. She spent like two or three days just watching these videos, and it would like set it up like this is what mm -hmm. you do with your machine. Now put the thread here and make sure this is on this setting, and then make sure that this is. And it it walked her through how to cut out the pattern and. How, where to put the pins, and I, I don't know if you had to use the pins or the clips, but either way, it was... Right, it just depends know, on what it, kind of fabric you're using. And <laughs> it, they weren't expensive either, and it kept her busy for days. Days, yeah. She made, like, a bag. Um, yeah. And then, you know, she got comfortable with it, so then she wanted to make other things. And now, uh, her sewing machine's actually packed up, because we, you know, 
we were going to move and then we weren't going to move and now I'm starting a business. So <laughs> we have some boxes still to unpack again. Um, but so once we get her sewing machine going again, probably over spring break or something, uh, she can go ahead and start practicing that again. Yeah. I mean, she's not even 10. So, and it's not an expensive I mean, show sewing machine. Close enough, Jess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She'll be 10 in five days. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so uh, she was interested in it because she was so excited. She, in fact, saw me making outfits and started designing her own. So one of the things I did for her was, uh, again, the Fairy and Gnome Festival. I let her pick the fabric and I let her design the dress she wanted. and, And I put it together for her and it was... It wasn't ideal. Like when you really get into sewing, like there's certain fabrics you use for certain apparels and certain fabrics that you don't ever attach to other fabrics and it's just all complicated, but well, she and at the end of the day, it. you're still working with a like a home sewing machine, you know. Right, you don't have yeah. a $5,000 industrial machine yeah. that's going to make perfect stitch every time exactly. kind of deal. Yeah. And and she, I mean, she loved it. She wore it a lot and it was very um, very Evie. <laughs> and now Lily wears it. And now Lily wears it. That's true. Yeah. Hand me down. So sewed up items. And more importantly, that was what, three years ago? Yeah. And it's At made least, it through yeah, a, two children almost. Yeah. 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 And that, that's another thing that's been really handy is like, we'll buy clothes from, like, let's say you buy a really expensive dress from Goodwill, but oh, there's a tear in it. You take it home, you stitch it up, boom, you got an expensive fancy dress for two bucks or five bucks, depending on where Goodwill is. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, you can definitely use it to your advantage. Uh, as far as like sewing and selling goes, for a very brief moment, I wanted to make like special maternity nursing gowns and stuff like that, but to go through all of the process of having fabric tested and um just all of the different legal things in order to sell clothing because you have to consider whether or not it's a fire um fire resistant fabric or you know because you don't want to make stuff that you know people are going to burst into flames if they wear i mean if you found fabric that would just burst into flames i'm sure you could find a market for that (laughs) (laughs) Spontaneous combustion outfit. You know, special effects people would be like, really? (laughs) I can use that. (laughs) Yeah, but so, and that kind of brings me into fabric. Uh, There's different types of fabric for everything. Like most of the fabric you see that has like cutesy little patterns and, you know, your cartoons and your sports teams and stuff like that. A lot of that is going to be like a cotton stuff that's made for quilting. Not a lot of it is going to be really wearable um, unless you have a very specific pattern and somebody who's very good at measuring. To clarify, you're talking about the big reams you see when you're walking through the store. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. And then, so it's that's... just when you said that, like, I thought of, maybe, maybe it's just because you sew, I thought of, like, completed clothing, like leggings and stuff oh, like that. Oh, no, so. no, no. I mean, yeah, the reams of fabric you would buy at your local fabric spot um but then things like clothing um i prefer knits 
which are the super stretchy, super soft things because I don't know, because I'm a mom probably. <laughs> um, there's sports fabric, there's fancy stuff, there's shiny stuff, there's fuzzy st- Oh my gosh, sewing with furry fabric is the worst. It will explode your sewing machine. Um, but long story short, I mean, there's a fabric for everything and you want to make sure that the fabric that you're getting is going to be appropriate for what you want it to be. So if you're making something like pants, you might want it to be a little stretchy because, you know, if you're not a hundred percent sure on, um, on your measuring or on your ability to have the right amount of seam allowance, uh, which is self-explanatory. So the amount of extra fabric that you have in order to stitch over. I think I mentioned that earlier. Um, so basically it's how much fabric you need in order to sew the pieces together and right. still get the dimension you want. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, so your seam allowance. And, and again, with the fabric, some of them are stretchy and some of them are not stretchy. Some of them stretch one direction, some stretch all directions. And things like swimwear, I mean, you want that to be high quality, super stretchy fabric. Uh, and then you're going to want to layer it and then have lining. And so once you get into patterns, all of these things make more sense. And me trying to sew these items without any clue about fabric and and, and even thread. You can even go down to thread. I mean, there's polyester thread or cotton thread or X, Y, and Z. And then you go into needles and you need a round tip needle or an industrial needle or a jeans needle like there's a needle for everything um different threads will provide different kinds of strength and different kinds of stretch um yeah and you could spend some money on thread <laughs> like i did not realize how expensive some like really really good thread is yeah yep i mean my sewing machine i could sew through leather if i had the right needle and the right thread um, it's not the most, like you said, industrial, it's not an industrial machine by any means, but it's definitely capable of doing a small project. Um, and then, you know, as far as my own setup goes, I use the sewing machine itself to do simple projects or things where, you know, like if there's lining, um, you can do different stitches for like the the seams on the outside and everything. I don't have a cover stitch. And what a cover stitch is, it's like a like you see on yoga pants for instance where it's like the stitches on the outside and I don't know how to describe that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, I mean, this is this is more of a Is, is it like the It's an elastic um, but yeah, it's like the like the this? seam that you see on the outside. Yeah, exactly. Um, where you're joining together to sometimes similar, sometimes different fabrics. Um, and the seam is on the outside to make it look cool. <laughs> uh, and then there's different types of hems. So you're going to do a fold over or an elastic or uh, a raw edge or a rolled hem. Rolled hems are what you would do on like a sheer fabric or a lace or something um, and then that's when you really get into like hand sewing some things there's different types of you know ladder stitch and the x y and z's there's all sorts of different things um, but yeah so sewing I look at it as 
there's nothing that I can't sew, but I always have something to learn with every single project I do. So, for instance, um, I can't even think of an example right now, but like if I'm doing a new purse, I've done bags for 10 years, but if I'm doing something different on that particular bag, then I'm learning a new technique or a new way of joining two fabrics together um, or incorporating other materials, even like you could put the plastic stuff in purses to make it more firm, uh, leather to, you know, do the handles. A, a really good example is uh, cloth diapers because cloth diapers, um, they use this stuff called polyurethane lining and it's essentially the waterproof liner that you have on like your mattress protectors and stuff like that obviously with diapers you want it to be leak proof um so you're going to use the the pul that's what we call it uh and then you're going to use snaps that are like you want to get your snap on there correctly so that you don't have any tears in the fabric so that it doesn't leak um, and then once you have that lining you're going to add an absorbent lining and then on top of the absorbent lining you're going to have something that's going to be soft and gentle up a baby up against a baby's skin and that's where it's kind of important to know the difference between your fabrics uh, for a complex project like a cloth diaper um you made a walking dead diaper so it was kind of awesome <laughs> it was so cool i was and gonna say like you keep talking about this you better mention the walking dead diaper <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll post the picture. I'll see if I can find it. Joey wearing his little cloth diaper. But, of course, he's a fat little baby, so the pattern I had was too small for him, and he wore it, like, four times. But, I mean, that was four disposable diapers we didn't have to use. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and, and, you know, not to go off on a rant about cloth diapers, but there's so many different types of cloth diapers. You know, you can have inserts and pockets and flaps and gussets and <laughs> all kinds of madness. It gets really fun, um, but, you know, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> so, yeah, and, you know, I've made kids' costumes a few times uh, for Halloween, so that was really satisfying. People are like, oh, my gosh, love your costumes, and I'm like, yeah, I made those. <laughs> she also made me some pants. I did make you pants some and a shirt. pants and, a, and, a sh and America shirt. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and a pair of Pokemon under You were just looking, yes. It is hanging up in the closet right here. <laughs> yeah, right next to my gardening shirt that I made. And that's been uh, one of the, the, the best parts about sewing is that, you know, every body is different. And being able to measure myself and make clothing that makes me feel good is, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, without having to pay an arm and a leg for someone else right. to do it yeah <laughs> yeah and it, i've gotten to the point now too where i'm hemming other people's clothes and i'm getting more comfortable with that uh i don't believe i've made anyone a full outfit i had a project a couple of years ago maybe last year that i was gonna do um but then i just i didn't have the time but uh you know it is what it is <laughs> Sewing is one of those things, too, where, you know, I might not touch it for weeks, and then I'll come back to it and make some crazy stuff and have fun. Yeah, so that kind of brings me to my final point. Uh, I will be having more free time here in the next month or so, 
And while I will be filling a lot of that free time with stuff with my kids and cleaning my house and uh, doing my own private business stuff, I also wanted to just put the word out if any of my friends want to get together and start a sewing group, I would so be down for that. We could have, you know, everybody bring their favorite pattern and we could swap patterns or we could uh, everybody sew the same thing or or we could have a beginners, you know, everybody get together and we're going to learn about our sewing machines today, you know, stuff like that. I just, all the the home ec stuff that a lot of us missed, um, I don't know about all the rest of you lovely ladies and gentlemen, but my home ec class did not include sewing. Uh, probably because I was taking band class instead. <laughs> but, you know, I just don't want people to be scared of things. And I feel like that about anything. Um, as Joe and I have mentioned before, you know, you never want to stop learning. Learning is continuous, uh, just like hydration is continuous. <laughs> uh, you want to continue... Yeah, it, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you can't learn something new. We're we're not dogs. We're not old dogs learning new tricks. We are humans, and we're capable of keeping that brain active. And if you want to learn how to sew and you feel like, oh, well, I just don't have the time for it or whatever, we can get together once a month. I mean, everybody can squeeze it in. You might miss a month. You might, you know, whatever. Just let's, let's hang out. It's a good skill to learn, too. Yeah, it is a good skill. And I guess that kind of brings me to my thing is that uh, even Joe, even Joe, (laughs) the men's man, he sewed up his uniforms when he was in the military. I mean, that's what one of the first things that you guys have to learn. Or do you just kind of get thrown into it? Like, if you don't do this, they you're going to be They definitely do not teach you how to well, do that. I, <laughs> I'm sure they don't teach you how, but they're probably like, we're going to charge you $85 to put this patch on, or you could pick up a needle. I mean, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that much, but yeah. Some yeah. Insane amount. No, it, I definitely... five minutes. Developed hand sewing, not machine sewing, but hand sewing to a to a point that I could at least keep my uniform looking okay if I needed to sew something on it. Right, right. And well, and the other thing too is I sent you a sewing machine when you were in Afghanistan, so. Oh, that little baby sewing machine? Yeah. I hope that did you some some Not good. really. No? Oh, no. Well, whatever. It's kind of crappy anyway. It was tiny. <laughs> it was like the size of a volleyball. My heart was in the right place. Oh, no, no, no. We, we tried to, I tried to use it. It just, it was so small that yeah. it didn't really have the motor on it. didn't have enough power to get through our thick army true, uniforms. True, true. Yeah. But anyways, but I mean, Joe is also mechanically inclined. So as he mentioned before, he likes to help me fix my machines and rethread them when I get mad. Not so much likes. As, you uh, like it. You like the attention. <laughs> Is is required to? Well, yeah. Otherwise, in, in you that, wouldn't have really cool Pokemon underwear. So right, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I was so. just gonna say, in that, I'm not gonna let you pay someone to fix it. There's that. Yeah. So sewing machine, like uh, service people. It, honestly, like if you're not mechanically inclined, it can be a daunting thing, and you could break things, and you could screw something up. But again. Pull up the manual, read the manual, watch a YouTube video or 12, and you can figure it out. You can absolutely figure it out. It's not that complicated. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I have a question for oh, you. Oh, no. Yeah? <laughs> just one. Okay. Just one. Just one. I can so, have one. So, any any, here's the question. Any project you could pick, uh-huh. outfit, item, whatever, what would you do? What would I, oh my goodness. So I would almost certainly pick like an 1800 style dress, like the full. Like a ball gown or yes, like a. Like the full on everything, like the, the undergarments and then the this skirt and that skirt and the pockets and the fluffy stuff and then the fancy fabric and the apron and the gussets and the the corsets. I, want, I really want to make a corset. Like that would be really cool. Those look terrifying. Oh well, it just, I would just make it comfortable, so it'd be fine. I'll make you a corset. <laughs> I mean, you can make it. I don't know. It doesn't mean I'm gonna wear it. It'd be manly. A manly corset. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's a thing. Spikes and dragons and stuff. That just sounds like a BDSM <laughs> corset. <laughs> And the sewing podcast went sideways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I said four letters and I think we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, but no, like I would, I would love to do that. It would take probably weeks, weeks to do and tons of fabric. It'd be so expensive. Like f- people make these things and they're back ordered for months and they're thousands of dollars well, it's probably hundreds of hours of labor. Oh my like, gosh, I can't even. It's so like intricate, like little. I mean, even if you like and, made it a hundred times and knew exactly, ex- right. exactly all the hard little spots and everything, like I can't imagine how many hours go into those those things. So, like, you know, three, four thousand dollars for one of those, I you know, items. I bet when you at break it down they're probably still only charging like 10 bucks an hour right, you know 15 right. bucks an hour for something that not a lot of people can do right exactly and and i feel like i have the capability to do it i just don't have the the mental stamina and, and at the same time like that's something that like you have to i would imagine go into that knowing look the first one or two I'm probably not going to be able to sell because I have to learn how to do this first. Well, I don't want to sell it. I want to wear it. Well, I'm just saying if you're looking I don't for know it where the business we're, side. We're going to go to like a renaissance festival so I can wear my fancy renaissance garb. Yeah. We can do that. You got to make me an old timey suit. Mm, true. What did they wear back then? I'm thinking like Shakespeare, the puffy sleeves. The puffy <laughs> sleeves. You could uh, forge your own... Uh, suit of armor no <laughs> you're like thanks i don't no have thanks. anything to do that except hammers hammer <laughs> i'm just gonna take it with my hands <laughs> <laughs> no like i don't even have i, I guess i have a oh i have I, a propane torch but you're not <laughs> you're not gonna forge with that chain mail is it okay but anyways yeah that's what i would do a really intricate uh heavy outfit or there's this really cool thing where they take fabric and they dip it in beeswax and make a cool like reusable saran wrap type thing it's really cool what kind of fabric do they use for that just like a cotton or something i just i feel like you can just use whatever um well i imagine if you're going to use it for saran wrap it needs to be food not you know plastic 
No, oh, yeah. Yeah, like just a regular cotton or something. I would go with organic because that's me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no. That was a good question. I like that question because that, yeah, definitely my heart desires one of those fancy dresses and I will make one one day. So get ready. It's going to be great. So is that, are we going to have to buy one of those big like dress wire things? Oh, like the chicken wire? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah, something like that. You pretty much have to have something like that in order to make that, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I don't know what exactly. That's the thing. Like, I've never researched it because I'm like, that's going to take a thousand years and I have three kids, so. <laughs> yeah, they're getting older. Like True. They come home from school now and go hide in their bedrooms anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the whole story. Ain't nothing to it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Thanks. Not too bad. <laughs> um, so that has been our little podcast about sewing. <laughs> we would love it if you guys would like and subscribe at Holderman Style on Facebook. And if you search Holderman Style on Apple Podcasts, you can find our podcast and subscribe. Um, we awesome. are we have the Holderman Style webpage which is holdermanstyle.wordpress.com. And if if you just go to Facebook or Twitter, which are both at Holderman Style, um, you will be able to find links when we post new episodes because we always make sure to post them on there after mm-hmm. they're available. So yeah, And you can interact with us live on Facebook. We do a live video once a week, sometimes with our kids. And our cats. <laughs> yep. It's every Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, just depending um, on how crazy our week is. Yep. And so. then uh, you can follow me on Instagram at JessH919. I am at the Beard King, B-E-E-R-D. Yep. Um, that is intentional. Yes, it is intentional. <laughs> if you listen to a podcast, you know it's intentional. <laughs> Yay. Okay. That's hey. everything. We hope you enjoy it. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.